Welcome back. Welcome back. How you doing? Oh my gosh. Well, one, I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful for you all to be listening. Um, And I'm so thankful that you all loved episode one so far. Like the love and support I've been getting back has just been out of this world. So I want to say thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome back. Now we're with episode two. What you watching? So on tonight's episode or today's episode or, you know, wherever you're listening, whatever time of day it is, um, I want to talk to you all about Britney Spears' child. You know, poor Britney. She's, it's a lot going on with her. Leave Britney alone. And then for my next shot, I want to talk about vision boards. Have y'all, Did y'all make one? Okay, well, in the second month already, you know, January was just a trial run. Okay, so now the year really starts in February. And then I want to talk to you guys for our last and final shot about what are y'all watching? Like, what TV shows are you guys watching? I'm going to tell you about what I'm watching, which is uh, The Feds, Rookie, sorry, and Groove Hotel. That's on Hulu. Um, and so I'll talk a little bit about that later on. It's a good show. It's with Tay Diggs and, like, three different women trying to find love. Another, like, bachelor, bachelorette type of vibe. But, okay, so first shot in, y'all. Sip, sip. Let's talk about Miss Brittany. So, Britney Spears, who we all know, we all love, she is, you know, <laughs> just going through it. Ever since she's found her freedom, she's really just been trying to live life because if you guys don't know, she was under her dad for so long, had a conserva- conservatorship, and it was just, you know, horrible for her. At least that's what it seems like. I don't personally know Britney, even though I kind of do. You know, in my head, I feel like I do, but <laughs> let me not get too crazy. We don't really know Britney, but that's okay. That's all right. She's given us great years, great music, and now she just wants to live her life. She can finally get married. She can have another child if she chooses to. It's just a lot. And TMZ was reporting that there was another intervention scheduled for her because of her recent behavior. There's videos going around of her acting unsubtle in a restaurant videos going around of her screaming. They're saying her and her husband aren't getting along, which by the way, did y'all know the husband was 25? Like 25, 26? I said, oh, okay, Brittany, you know, Brittany's 41. So she's doing it. And I'm not even mad at that, but I want to make sure that the husband is here for good intention and good intentions because he's like a model slash actor slash fitness guy. It's, it's a lot. And I'm like, okay, are you just living life? Or do you really love Britney? Because she doesn't need another heartbreak like this. Like, she's just been through so much in her life. And you know she's still fighting with her sister, Jamie Lynn, and still fighting with her parents. It, she's She's gone through a lot. And this is why they want to do an intervention. At least this is what TMZ is reporting. TMZ said that a source said the, in, the intervention was long overdue. She is very much a danger to herself and those around her. It's a ticking time bomb. Thank God somebody finally took the steps to do something about it. That was what one of the sources was quoted saying. Another source said, I'm worried about waking up in the morning and feeling like I'm going to get a horrible phone call. Who are these sources? Why aren't you helping your friend out? Why are you worried, you know, about that and not stepping up? Apparently the intervention was scheduled. Somebody in the camp decided to cancel the intervention, which I'm like, is it really that bad? And if it is that bad, why are we canceling it? Allegedly, the intervention was supposed to have her husband, Sam, there, Brittany's manager, and some medical professionals. She was going to be um, 
in a house in LA that her manager rented out for her. And she was supposed to stay in this house for two months, get better, you know, relax and just kind of work it out, meditate, do her thing. Apparently now that's not happening. <sighs> you know, I just, I just don't know. I'm, of course, giving, I'm wishing her the best. Sorry. Uh, sending her positive vibes. You know, I love me some Britney, and it's just a mess that she's in the the news like this all the time. But you know, I'm a re- I'm a report on it. I sure am, cause pop culture is just my thing. I just love it. I just eat it up. And Britney, Britney's gotta have a great comeback, like another great moment. Remember when she was going through her first trials type of thing? And she kind of just relaxed and she came back with circus and then she relaxed and then she gave us, um, you know, the Vegas residency, which I went to go see actually with my, one of my best friends, shout out to you, Jasmine. And we got like no sweet tickets paid maybe at that time, like a hundred dollars sat in the back. It was still a great seat. I could still see it because one, I'm tall and two, I don't know. It was just, it was the place where it was at in Vegas. It was, you, there wasn't a bad seat. So we saw her lit, drunk, had a great time. And you know I love me some Britney. Only for like $100. And she put on a wonderful show. You know, I didn't know back then that, that she was just a cash cow. And she maybe she wasn't 100% herself. But the family was, you know, milking her. And when we saw her, of course, when you go to see... I love Britney. But when you go to see Britney, you're not going for the live vocals. You're going to see her to perform. You're going to see... You know it's a track. But you shouldn't care because it's Britney. You know what I mean? She still puts on a great show. She talked a little bit in between the sets, but just a little bit. So you wouldn't know, like, hmm, something might not be right. Because she just said enough, like, hey, love you guys. Here's my next song. I'm a slave for you. Or, hey, guys, who wants to get hit one more time? Play it. Then, you know, hit me, baby, one more time with play So (laughs) then she will let us know she is stronger today, the next day, and she was stronger yesterday. So play stronger. It was kind of like that. And she just didn't really speak because, you know, (laughs) she was going through it back then. But I'm wishing Brittany the best. I really, truly am. Oh, child, let me get one more shot. Take a shot with me, y'all. Okay, so vision boards. Are we, are we following the vision board? Have we given up on the vision board? Oh, is it just, you know, a facade? Like, what are we doing with our vision boards? I'm still working on mine. Uh, you know, it's slow, but it's a journey. I want to tell you guys a little bit on my vision. So with my vision board, I made it on an, um, online on this site called Canva, which somebody else, one of my friends put me on to. Then my boss told me about it. And I was like, okay, let me try Canva. And I like it. So I have it as a screensaver in my background, my wallpaper. And so just a few things on mine. I have, of course, God. So I have a big cross in the middle. Um, I have traveling. So I have an um, airplane on here. Uh, restaurants. Because, you know, I like to eat. <laughs> so I want to eat at fancy places. Not all the time. Because the budget at this moment is not there. But once I get the budget to eat out the way I want to eat out, baby, it will be five-star restaurants. But until then, I can do a good two-star. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to try just try different restaurants in general. I have money on here because I got to get my money. 100. I have a, <laughs> it's a $100 bill on there. 
Um, I've got love on here because, baby, it's tough. Okay? This is why I don't have no Valentines. Because I didn't secure the bag in cuffing season, which was last year. Cuffing season is in the... Um, depends on who you ask. Like, fall, winter time. So, because you're supposed to have a boo before Christmas, so you guys could do that. And then when Valentine's rolls around, it's like, oh, babe, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. And then when, you know, spring comes around, it's like, oh, it's getting a little foggy in the relationship. Which, this doesn't happen for everybody, but maybe the relationship, you know, might not be a little bit tighter in spring. Because you're preparing for summer, which is hot girl summer. Okay? Hot boy summer. Hot summer in general. So, anyways, that's why I don't have no boo. Because <laughs> it's just a lot going on. But I have a boo on my vision board because I'm open for love. So there's that. I have my podcast on there, which finally, right? So I'm kicking some type of butt already with my vision board. I've got the gym on there so I can stay snatched. Um, and then I just have like some mental health on there. And I want to do more stuff with social media and blah, 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 blah. But I see my vision board every day because I'm like, I have to get my phone, right? So I have my phone. I have the vision board, and I'm going to really try to work on it. I'm not going to pressure myself like I did with the past vision boards when I'm like, I need to complete everything within two months. No, I have the 12 months, you know, in the year, and I'm going to use every month. And that's that. So I'm just saying, I'm taking my time on my vision board. I hope you all are taking your time on your vision board. And if you didn't make a vision board, there's still technically time. You know, you could put some stuff together, something light, something smooth, something, you know, that fits you for the rest of the year. Or if you want to make a vision board in the summer for the next, you know, see what you want to put yourself in the next six months, you could do that too. There's really no rules to vision boards. It's just whatever you're feeling. My very, very first vision board I remember I started, I had like three things on there that I could think of. Um, and I think it was like the gym. Another one was love. And I think another one was like a better job at that moment. And so, and I ended up getting the better job. Um, the gym didn't really work around child because you know, it's uh, it's a lot to get up to go to the gym. And you know, with love, I don't, I don't remember if I was dating back then, but maybe not. Or if I was dating, I was probably just like situationships, you know, just talking. Um, which that itself is just a whole other episode. We're not even going to get into that, child. But vision boards. Actually, do you all believe in them to begin with? So if you don't believe in them, I guess you maybe you don't need a vision board. You just need, you know, trainer, whatever you're thinking. I don't know. You don't need a vision board. You need something else. Do If you do have a vision board, have you been doing it? Have you? Are you following it? Ooh, child. Look at that. That's a sign. I don't know if y'all heard that clap, but I almost lost my computer. Um, and, you know, are vision board vision boards necessary? I'm not really a planner. Like, that's not my, my ministry. So vision boards kind of help me. But like, okay, bitch, what are you working on? What do you need to work on? Like, follow the tracks. Follow the bricks to the yellow, follow the yellow brick road, you know? So I'm going to keep my vision board. I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to do what I need to do and hit it on my time. Okay? I'm reclaiming my time. Yeah. But um, <laughs> moving on. One more shot. Right? Or our next shot. Because you've already taken it for our pop culture. And you've already taken it for your vision boards. Take one for the shows that you're watching. What you watching? 
are there really good shows out? Sometimes with me, my downfall is I watch the same shows. Like I can watch the same movies. Like I've never seen it before. Watch the same show. Keep cracking up all the time. So I've been trying to watch a new show. It takes me a minute to actually start the new show. I want to watch The Watcher on Netflix. Have not seen it, but I watched the trailer. And for some reason, I never push play. Just be watching the trailer, trailer, say, oh, that looks like a good show. Go to right next to the next show in the next movie. Watch Save the Last Dance again for the 20th time. Watch Bring It On for the third, not the third time, child, but like 300th time. But this time, I finally started something new. So I'm watching, like like I spoke about earlier, Groove Hotel on Hulu. It's like a bachelorette type of show. Um, with women that are older or a particular age, they're like 40 plus, I think the oldest. Well, that's the thing. They're not really old ladies. They're only 42, 43, but they're dating younger men who were like under 30, like 30 and under. And it has Tay Diggs hosting it, which I thought was a great idea because if you, um, no, Tay Diggs, he's a actor. He was in All American. He was, uh, in, the best man's club, or sorry, the best man. Um, you know, he's doing his thing, Tay Diggs, but he's really known for a movie called For How Stella Got Her Groove Back, starring Angela Bassett, where he plays the younger man who falls in with Angela Bassett, which is based on a true story from Terry McMillan, who's an author and a writer. She also gave us Waiting to Exhale, my all-time favorite movie. One of my all-time favorite movies. But Tay Diggs is the host of this show. And it makes sense because it's younger men looking for older women. And then, you know, older women looking for younger men. And just like the movie. So the hotel's called The Groove Hotel. And, you know, the show's called Back in the Groove. And it's just, it's one of those shows you watch just to pass time. So I'm, if you haven't seen the show, I'm going to try not to give you spoilers because I know I'm just telling you about it. But um, watch the show and then let me know. Tweet me, DM me, Instagram. Let me know what's your thoughts on it. Because I liked it, but I wish there was more of Tay Diggs. A little spoiler there. There's not as much as Tay Diggs. It's kind of like his name was just attached to it to sell it, but he's really not on the show. Uh, um, the women, the three ladies, one is from Atlanta, another one is from New York, and I think the other one is from LA. Beautiful women. Gorgeous. Uh, all seem like fun, you know, great personalities. The one from New York, Steph, I feel like I've known her for, like, my whole life. I don't know, something about her is just so cool, so down to earth, real chill, like a New York vibe, you know? And she, I was rooting for her because she looked like she had fallen in love with a guy who kind of like suited her vibe but one thing about Steph which I connected with is she puts herself as a friend first before actually looking for love so so when she's approaching the guy or the guy's approaching her it's automatically she just places herself in a friend zone and you see that throughout the show it's like girl you're here for love why are you going straight to the friend zone but I can I relate with that because I'm like I don't even give myself a chance I go straight to like, hey, let's be friends. Knowing good and well, I don't want to be your friend. Well, I want to be your friend, but like, I want to be your boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I? Like, yes, we could have a friendship, but like, I'm, mm, nah, I'm good in the friend department. And so with Steph, she's so funny and so like goofy and things like that. 
she just automatically places herself in the friend zone. And I'm like, girl, I feel you. But you're on a show. And you have like, I think it was maybe 20 men to choose from. No, I think they started off with like 30 men to choose from. Then they had to narrow it down to like either 25 or 24, something like that. Then, you know, just throughout the episodes, they have to keep narrowing it down. And some of the women date the same guys. Because of course, you know, you got to connect with who you can connect with. And so with Steph, she it seemed like she had a great connection with one of the guys. I'm not going to tell you the name just in case if you watch the show. But she says on the show how she's really like low-key falling for the guy and falling in love for the guy. And it's so cute to see. And she's so like funny and relaxed about it. And I'm like, girl. But, you know, you have to watch the show to see what she does because it rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, girl, what? After all of that? But I was, I'm still rooting for her in real life. She has a great, you know, story about what happened to her. And, um, you know, how she had to have a surgery. I won't say what type of surgery, but she had to have that. And she's just recovering from that and the scars that she has. Um, You know, she's a little insecure about it, which I get. You know, we all have our own insecurities. So I'm like, wow. Okay, Steph, a great story. There's another uh, lady by the name of Sparkle from Atlanta. I said, Sparkle? Is that your real name, child? All right, go with it. We got Sparkle, beautiful woman, Uh, (laughs) you know, looks great. She, I thought, was going to have all of the men. I was like, Sparkle, you're about to have these men just wrapped around your finger. And she was able to narrow it down. But I chose a guy for her, a guy who she already chosen. But I thought she should be with the one guy I chose for her. And she's not with that guy. And I'm just kind of, you know, upset. It's a guy from Florida. And I'm just upset because I'm like, what? Why would you choose that other guy? One is kind of like awkward-ish, but not with the guy that she chosen. But because he has a um, a relationship already with one of the women. Mm-hmm. Juicy. But well, I'm not going to tell you what type of relationship they got going on. But just know there's one. Excuse me. So I'm like, ooh, okay. All right, Sparkle. Do you, girl. But she up there looking for love. There's another woman, the third and final woman, uh, Brooke, who's from L.A. She got with a guy who I thought she was going to get with. Like, they look like, okay, like a match made in heaven. He's very laid back. She seems very laid back. You know, brunette, um, slim girl, Caucasian. Sparkle is black. Steph is... I believe she's Puerto Rican. And so Brooke, um, you know, typical like LA girl, you know, just like cute, brown hair, slim, into fitness, probably has any any man she wanted or could get anything she needed and out of any ticket. And I'm just like, girl, like a regular bachelorette type of girl. But she's actually funny. Brooke's, Brooke's funny. I will give her that. I like her sense of humor. Um, Definitely got with the guy who I thought she was going to get with. She dated some other guys who I was like, Brooke, now you know. Now you know. You would not be with someone. Stop it. So some of it was for just, you could tell it was just for TV. Definitely produced. Um, But other other scenes, I was like, okay. She's in love. (laughs) She's in love. 
Well, at least in that moment, because what we don't realize is they're stuck on this island for like a month, maybe a month and a half, and all you're seeing are these guys. So you have you're falling in love quicker because it's like, well, <laughs> I'm on this this island. Who am I gonna talk to? Yeah, I could talk to you know the other girls. Now we're being forced to be like friends, kind of, or at least acquaintances. Now I have to date these guys, and I'm like, okay, I have no phone. There's no TV. All it is is, you know, just men in tropical, tropical weather. So, of course, you're going to fall in love. And I say, do your thing. Now, the real test is after the show, you guys all go back. Everybody goes back to their, you know, their state or the place of where they're living. It's like, how do you make it work? How do you make this continue? And you just don't know. So I would love to see an update from a reunion special, really. And Tay Diggs can actually host that and, like, you know, be on the show and tell us, like, what's going on with these ladies? What's the update? I think they're trying to wait for it to, like, get a little bit more momentum because it just came out, I believe, in last month, January, maybe December, somewhere around there. Um, So the show is pretty new. So maybe they'll do it kind of like a, a Love is Blind when they do like the Love is Blind after love or whatever. And they do the whole like shows with the cast, um, like the big shows, kind of like the Bachelor in Paradise type of thing. But I'm excited. They should do that and they should let us know. But they should do that soon because I need to. I need an update, right? That's what I hate about watching new shows like that, new reality shows, because I'm like, I need an update. Y'all need to be giving us an update now. We know you shoot this months in advance, sometimes a year or two in advance. We need an update episode, like, right after. So, I'm gonna need that. Hulu, I need an update, okay? Back in the group. Need an update. So, I'm watching that. Finish that. I think it's, like, eight episodes. Um, They're about an hour, like, well, 40 minutes to an hour long. So, if you have the time, binge it. If you don't want to binge it, which is sometimes I'm like, I can't give these episodes an hour. I can't binge all night. Okay. I just cannot. So I'll watch one episode one day, come back two days, three days later and watch the next episode. So it takes me a while to watch a new show because, you know, I just don't have the time to binge it three hours on the TV like that. Well, three hours of the same show, unless it's a really good show. Wednesday was a good one. I didn't binge the three hours, but I did give Wednesday two episodes a night. So, that was pretty good. Shout out to you, Wednesday, on Netflix. Um, Another show that I'm watching is The Fed's Rookie Edition. That's also on Hulu. Um, It stars Niecy Nash. You know... (laughs) I watch it, one, to support Niecy Nash, because I love her. Actress, you may know her from um, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which was on Netflix. And, um, gosh, and the cop show. It's, I can't, it's not clicking my head right. Reno 911. Uh, (laughs) Reno 911, that's where I first met Niecy. Well, didn't personally meet her, but was introduced to her as an actress. And I loved her then. And so the feds, it's, eh. You know, it has corny moments, but I support it. Sometimes I do like just the corny show where it's kind of like, now this is not real life. Or the acting might be what some consider is bad. Or, you know, not every not every episode the acting is bad, but it might be in this moment. The person in the back was bad, whatever. You just laugh at it and you keep going. 
Nisi, I like it. I like the show overall. I will say the only thing that um, me as a viewer watching, I love seeing her real life. She's married to um, her wife, I think, of two years, Jessica. And I love seeing them on like Instagram and social media, but I don't know if I want to see your real life wife as your love interest on the show. Just for me personally, I want it to be kind of like different. So even if you're dating somebody else different on the show, where she was kind of talking to some other uh, like men and maybe another woman on the show, it was nice to see. But like they did a few episodes with her and her actual wife, and I was like, oh, cute. But like, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to see. I need to know it's a TV show. Like it has to be separate. One thing that my girl Raven, Raven Simone, sidebar, who said she said something where um, they were almost going to make. Raven Raven Baxter gay on Raven's home. And Raven was like, no, people need to know like that's a character. And then that I'm Raven, like that we need to be able to separate the two. And so that with Nisi, um, that's the only thing. But she only gave us a few episodes of her wife. It wasn't like the whole season. It was just maybe like two, three episodes. And I was kind of like, okay, all right, Nisi. But you know, switch it up. But it's funny. It's a, you know, Nisi is a funny woman, comedian. It's funny. It's um, it's got its serious moments. It's got action in there. It's you know a spinoff from, uh, you know the Feds that's on ABC or the Rookie, the Feds Rookie or something like that. Or sorry, that's the name of Nisi Nash's show. The show that it's spinoff from is called Rookie. So. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Child, watch the show. That's on Hulu, too. If you don't have Hulu, it's on regular cable, ABC. There's that. You know, those are my shows that I'm watching. I kind of wish I was watching a show with a little boo or something. You know what I mean? It's Valentine's Day. Who, who gonna love me, huh? Since you know everything. You have to see the movie Precious to see, <laughs> to get that reference. But, um, yeah, maybe next year, okay? No, it's going to be some. well, next year for Valentine's Day. But my boo is coming. I saw something on TikTok where this woman was like, if you want a boo or somebody, you know, to be in a relationship, you need to make an imaginary person. So if you want, uh, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, anything like that, non-binary, like anything, just make the person up. And I said, listen, I've tried it all, so I could be delusional. So right now, gosh, I can't even believe I'm telling y'all this, but whatever. So I have made up my own boo, right? So his name is Marcus. He just moved here from New York, um, you know, from the Bronx, but grew up in Manhattan. There's that. Um, but now he's here in LA. He's, he just got here about eight months ago. So freshly, freshly new. Uh, my boo, he's staying in downtown. He's 6'1", maybe 6'2", chocolate. You know, we've been together for three months. And it's just been working. I've just been, you know, thinking about him all the time and living life. And I'm going to keep doing that. So I'll let y'all know how it goes with my fake boo, Marcus. With my real boo. All right. Speaking into existence. He's a great guy. Very funny. Hilarious, actually. And I (laughs) love me a funny guy. You know, sweet talker too. I said, okay. I know that's that. I know I know that's right. 
I'm gonna give y'all that whole story about how we met and everything. Another episode, but hey, if you don't have nobody, live in the state of delusion. It's working for me. I walk around happy, grinning from ear to ear. The only time I'm sad is when I'm at brunch with my girls and I'm like, damn, I gotta go home to an empty house, you know, because Marcus is either working or he don't like when I drink too much or whatever, you know, whatever. But he be drinking just as much. So there's that. But, you know, I be like, babe, I'm coming home from brunch. I'm mimosa drunk. What you want to do? Oh, I'm tired. I gotta get... Uh, Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Better be like I don't leave his ass. (laughs) Okay. Man, another great episode. Just hanging out with y'all. Doing what we love to do. Kicking it. Talking. Drinking. Kikiing. And that's what I love to do. Right? Before I go. So, what I usually do on Instagram is I post um, Monday memes. So, like, if you're having... Because Mondays sometimes are a tough day. It's right after the weekend. you know the weekend is just one blink of the eye and it's done. Monday, you got to get right back to work. So, I post my Monday memes on Instagram, on my stories. Check it out. At Howard the Third. And I want to leave y'all with one of my little Monday memes. I know it's Tuesday. Whatever. But... This meme can go any day of the week. And the meme is, the retirement age needs to be lowered to 30 because I've had enough. And I just feel that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm ready to throw in the towel. Okay? Retire it. I just need $6 million and I can retire and we're set. You know what? Let me not even be greedy. I'll just take a meal. $1 million. And I could at least retire, what, two, three years, okay? Because, you know, brunch takes up a lot of my money, you know, I'm at, you know, and then after brunch, then I want to shop some days, and then I want to do other things, like just buy everything off of Amazon. It's just so much. But I feel like the million should not only help me retire, but I should be able to stretch that money for a good, what, three years, three to five years? So I guess I can't really retire. <laughs> so I'm going to need that 10 mil, all right? 10 mil. <laughs> but this is a whole topic for another day. So I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Hopefully you've enjoyed a drink of your choice. Hopefully you're having a great Valentine's Day. And for the people out there who talk about, oh, you shouldn't be spoiled on just one day. Every day is Valentine's Day. Honey, what did your boo get you last week? What is your what did your boo get you two months, three months ago? Okay? Let people enjoy their Valentine's Day. What I like to do is just sit at home, scroll through my little social media, see what y'all got, and say, you look good. You deserve it, baby. That's nice. Or, depending on the gift, I could be saying, mm, now you know they could have done better. <laughs> Got your ass a sweater and told you happy Valentine's Day. Honey, I have a sweater in my closet right now that you hate. I have another sweater from another two months ago that you hate. So why are you buying me a sweater that I hate? You know, whatever. Delusion. All I'm trying to say is have a great Valentine's Day. Thank you for rocking with me. Enjoy your drink. And I will see y'all next time. Well, it's time to put down that shot glass because the episode is over. But if you enjoyed today's episode, you can like, comment, and share with your family and friends. 
You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Howard the Third and Twitter at the Howard 3RD. And you can also stream previous episodes on different streaming sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. I cannot wait to have a few more shots with you next time. Talk to you all later.